Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Fernando, your host of the Bar Exam Game Plan Podcast. I hope that you are doing well. And today I wanted to follow up on a recent episode that I did because I got a great question from uh, from a listener. And basically the question was like, hey, Fernando, you know, you mentioned to to focus on the memorization. Um, you know, there's definitely some rules that I still don't know. Uh, but can you give me a sense like were you memorizing things word for word? Uh, and that is a great question, and I want to follow up and give you the benefit of the answer that I provided as well, uh, because, um, you know, it, it, the question is, it, it depends, right? Now, for example, if you are going into a negligence question, right, you can write the negligence uh, question in a way that is very formal, Right. Uh, you know, for purposes of proving uh, negligence in, you know, the context of tort law, uh, there are a variety of elements that need to be uh, satisfied by the plaintiff. The first element requires that uh, a duty be established and that there be, you know, uh, a recognition of what the standard of care is, where it is applicable. Um, in addition to that, there must be a breach of that duty, right? And they can really delve into it. At the same time, you will get points, right? As long as you apply the correct elements and the correct rule. If you say, you know, uh, negligence can be established by a plaintiff where there is a duty, that duty is breached, there's causation, and uh, the plaintiff is able to prove damages. So in that situation where you are able to identify the elements correctly and include them all in the rule, you're going to be okay. That's going to be fine, right? So if you're not able to verbatim and word for word, remember every single, you know, uh, phrase from like a really long rule for negligence, that's, that's fine. That's not a problem. You can use a more succinct uh, language for that rule, right? And this particular uh, listener was telling me, yeah, Fernando, like it's one of the things that I had a little bit of a tough time because English is my second language and I'm, you know, trying to make sure that I scoop up as many of the rules as you've suggested, but some of them are a little bit tough. And is it possible for me to do that? And I said, absolutely. Now, what I also said was, look, there are situations, however, where it's not just about the elements, right? Like uh, like for criminal law, the elements are very, very succinct as well. You, you have to know those elements. You, you just have to memorize them and you have to know what the elements are because if you miss an element, there's a piece of analysis that you're not going to be able to do with the facts that you're provided in the essays. And also, there's just some rules that you need to memorize. Like for example, rational basis, intermediate scrutiny, uh, and strict scrutiny, those have very specific wording for each of those, you know, constitutional levels of scrutiny. And so you do have to go in and, and memorize those, right? In terms of, for example, hearsay. Okay, you, you have to know hearsay is an out-of-court statement that's being used to prove the truth of the matter asserted. You know, like I had to study that 13 years ago. I still remember it for better or worse, right? Um, I still know it. Right. And in terms of the exceptions, right, that's where a lot of the, the issues come in. Just if you have a working knowledge of what they stand for and you're able to articulate them in your own words, you're going to be OK. You're going to be fine. And then you analyze based on the facts that you're provided. That's going to be fine. But as an example, right, like the language for constitutional law and the strict scrutiny and intermediate scrutiny and rational basis, you know, you do need to know that specific language. 
So, um, you know, be mindful of that, that, you know, you do have to know the elements. It's okay if you reword them and make them your own in a way that you understand them, right? But also recognize that there are other rules where you do need to know the specific language. And so, for example, the example that I gave in the beginning in negligence, you know, you don't have to delve into a really long explanation of the entire rule. So long as you know, hey, you have to prove that there is a duty owed, that there is a duty breach, you know, uh, you have to show that there is a causation, uh, you know, and, and be able to explain whether there are any damages involved, right? If not, at the end of the day, if there's no damages, that person can't uh, recover. And then are there any defenses that are applicable, right? And so I just wanted to give you that information as you continue to, you know, look at the rules that, that you need to memorize so that you are able to say, okay, you know what, I don't know this one word for word, but I, I have a really strong understanding of how it works. And I'm going to put it into uh, how I am able to explain it and delve into it with a really powerful analysis. You know, like I'm able to explain it in a very powerful way, in a way that is correct, that is accurate, right? It's not this crazy long explanation. And that's okay. I don't I don't need all that. I didn't go into uh, the bar exam the second time that I passed, knowing every single phrase of every single rule, right? I try to memorize as many of those rules as possible, but I absolutely did not know all of them in like in the exact phraseology. But when I went in there, what I did go in with was a very strong sense of what each principle and rule stood for so that I was able to apply it where I needed it. And yeah, I mean, I was able to memorize a lot of the, the rules um, uh, in that way. Some, again, with the very strict memorized language and others with a very strong understanding of what the rules stood for and my own version of you know, how I was uh, going to write that particular rule. Right. To give you another example, just very quickly, um, uh, you know, assignments, right? Assignments in, in, in real estate, right? I remember looking at an essay that described it in such a clear way as I was doing my practice. And I thought it was such a good rule and it was so simple. Um, and it, it was like, it was like six words, you know, and uh, it was something like uh, an, an assignment is... Uh, the provision of uh, of the remainder of a lease for a period, you know, some, something along those lines. I can't remember the exact rule, but I just remember as I went through my review, as I was issue spotting essays, you know, toward the end and just like doing some quick outlines, I was picking up on these like small, like very helpful rules that I just started using myself when I would write my essays, and that was incredibly helpful, right? So, and, and as long as the principle is, is correct, right? If you find a rule that's helpful, that's succinct for you, you're, you're, you're gonna be able to, to make it work. And remember, it's in the analysis that, that uh, where you really get a lot of your points. Of course, getting the correct rule, identifying it and writing that down is really important. Uh, but at the same time, making sure that you analyze everything and that you identify the, the parts of the rule that are applicable to that essay is what's really going to make you shine. Okay. All right. Listen, I hope that you are doing well, wishing you great success. You got this. 
and I'll catch you at the next episode. Bye. This episode is brought to you in part by Juno, the collective bargaining group here to get you the best rates on your student loans. To learn more, go to baregzamgameplan.info and click on the Juno logo.